everybody. I'm Adam Hunter. Welcome to the MMA Roasted Podcast. I'm here. T-Rex is uh, is running late. Big shocker, uh, but he'll he'll be here in a little bit. Uh, it's been a it's been a great it was a great fighting week actually. Uh, UFC Fight Night 30. I thought a lot of people complained, but you know it's like they thought the fight was boring. But there's no outcome. I mean, look look how good 166 was. It was uh it was it was amazing. Every day it was one of the best cards ever. And sometimes you know there were some great fights there though. Uh, I was actually it was kind of depressing a little bit because Munoz is a is a, is a great guy. He came he co-hosted. What, I mean, what a man. He's an he's a ambassador for the sport. To, to see him get stopped by Machida, actually, it's weird when you actually know the person and they get beat. It's, you, you have like a weird connection with them and you feel like you've, I don't know, it's just kind of bummed me out a little bit because of, because of that. Uh, and, um, you know, as far as that, Machida looked great. I mean, Munoz actually blocked the kick, it looked like, and he still went down, which just shows you the, the force that Machida has. And Machida's a really... Such a hard guy to train for because there aren't that many guys that do that type of weird karate, jujitsu, judo style that that he grew up with. Um, and, uh, and that being said, this is the third time Munoz has been stopped. He was, uh, you know, knocked out by Hamill. That was uh, that was crazy. The Weidman thing was one of the worst beatings I, I've ever seen in my life. And now he got stopped here. You know, you hate to say, you know, hey, maybe it's time for you to stop doing this, or you. Know, but at the same time, you know, the guy's got four kids, uh, and he's got a family, a career, he's, and he's got so much else going for him. He's, you know, he's got the whole Filipino thing going for him, uh, and you know, it would be one of those things where I, I kind of, in a way, don't want to see him get really hurt and damaged in the octagon. So you know. Hey, maybe maybe one you know you hate to see a guy go out in a loss, and everyone knows how hard it is to go out in a loss. At the same time, you don't want to see a guy take unnecessary punishment and lose brain cells. So, uh, you know, I think you guys know where I'm getting at. The uh, the, the, the the Melvin Galar Ross Pearson fight that was a shame that it got stopped that way because you know that's a really weird weird rule. The whole you know knees to the ground to a down opponent because guys are manipulating it and I don't blame them. I would do the same thing if a guy was going to knee me in the face, put a hand on the ground, obviously. But it does say that that rule I think needs to be changed. Uh, I know that Goddard defends the stoppage. I, I think it was obviously a bad stoppage. Uh, but then, uh, you know, Gallard seemed like he was on the way to win that fight. He was looking really good. Uh, before the fight, he he said that he knocked out Diego Sanchez a lot in sparring. Which, first of all, look if you're sparring with somebody and, and in training, there's an old you know what happens in training stays in training. You shouldn't go out and say, oh, well, I knocked out him in training, blah blah. And then you know, Diego came back yesterday on the MMA Hour and said, first of all, Gallard's chin is more questionable than Ryan Seacrest's sexuality, which which he really didn't say. I actually made the second part of, but. You know, at the same time, it's like, uh, I don't know. Gallard's been on a lot of different... T-Rex, by the way, just just joined us. Welcome back. Hi. Thanks for thanks for coming in. Um, I'm, I'm re- did you, you watch UFC 30? Fight night, uh, Saturday night, the fights? Uh, no, I did not. Great. It's always good to have a co-host <laughs> that didn't watch the fights. Well, I'm doing, I was watching World Series of Fighting that night. You were watching, it was that night, but it was on during the day. Thank, thanks for Well, it. I have kids, so I was out doing kid stuff. Well, there was a lot of good fights. Uh, Cole Miller, who we've had on the show before, super nice guy. Micah Miller's brother, right? Uh, Cole Miller is Micah Miller's brother, yes. I believe he is. Uh, is he Micah Miller's brother? 
I don't know if he's Mackie Miller's brother. That's a, that's Maybe a very. I could be making. I that don't up. think it is, but thanks for coming late, not watching the fights, and then and telling me, and wrong. then telling me about someone's brother. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, that it doesn't exist. Uh, but he he won the fight and then called out Conor McGregor. He called him Conor McGoober, wow. and he said, "I want to I want to fight you, McGregor." McGregor came back on Twitter yesterday and said, uh, "Hey, listen, I'll sponsor you for your next Facebook fight." <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 buy some ad on your on like your chin. That's would be a good fight, Cole Miller. I you know I think I think Miller takes him. Really? Yeah. I mean I like. By the way, speak a little closer. I like <laughs> I like Conor McGregor. I think he's he's a fun guy. He's up, but he's only had two fights. Right. You think he's uh, the people are jumping the gun with him a little bit? He's also like he's the second fighter ever from Ireland in the UFC. There was a first guy who who no one knows about, including me. But but there he's the second <laughs> fighter ever. From, so I think well, Marcus when, Davis, right? What about Marcus Davis? Well, Marcus Davis, he's he, Irish, he's Irish of, de, of Irish descent. Yeah, he's but, like, he's like yeah. House of Pain Irish. You know, right. he's not really from Ireland. <laughs> he's he's more just like, hey, I'm Irish. You know, right. uh, but at the same time, it's like it's like you're saying, you know. Um, Something else that was going to be racist, but but I'm saying so. <laughs> yeah, he's not really. Uh, I like Conor McGregor, but he hasn't been tested been by tested, a good, right. good wrestler. Cole Miller is obviously not the the NCAA division champion. I think a guy like Nick Lentz would be a great fight for him, or you know, one of those guys. But Cole Miller's a tough dude. You can't count him out, and uh, he's hungrier. Well, McGregor's pretty hungry too, but I think I think McGregor's a, he's like a star. It would be nice. It'd be a good fight. I would like to see that fight. Right. I'd like to see Cub Swanson versus uh, versus uh, McGregor. Love Cubby. Yeah, he's a, he's, he came on the show. A great guy, yeah. Cub Swanson. Yeah. Cool know. dude. So uh, yeah, so that was uh, there were some there were some good fights on that on, on that card. Jimmy Jimmy Manawa actually won another fight in some weird. The uh, Ryan Jimmy's leg gave out. It's almost like someone has a voodoo doll during uh, Jimmy uh, during uh, Ryan Jimmo. Yeah, during the uh, Manawa's fight, his last three fights have ended in some bizarre fashion. <laughs> Very, very strange. Uh, over the weekend, there was uh, a video that came out, Mayhem. What, do you see what happened? Oh, God. No, I'm almost afraid to hear. Yes. Uh, it's great that you're so informed. So Mayhem went to a <laughs> Mayhem went to a Bama fight, right, which is uh, right, uh, right. A, a promotion went to, at the Commerce Casino. Yep. And I guess his ex-girlfriend, who he's got a restraining order, who has a restraining oh order against God, him, was on. there with Uriah Hall. Oh, and, no. And supposedly they moved up. And they were all in. They were all taking pictures, and then Mayhem flipped out on Uriah. And uh, I don't know the whole story, so I'm, I'm I'm just saying I'm just telling you what I've allegedly happened. And then Mayhem said, you know, f you, and then used the n word, but put the a at the end, you right. know, so it's not as offensive. If you, if you, I guess if you have an a there right. versus uh, the, the, ER, e the er, you yeah. can end up in the er. Exactly. <laughs> so he said that eight or nine times to to Uriah Hall. Uriah Hall then punched him. Right, but Mayhem slipped it, which is crazy. I guess Uriah Hall first high fived him, then punched him. It was like his Latin, okay. No, so <laughs> so uh, Uriah Hall punched him. Mayhem slipped it, which was the first time he slipped a punch in, in years. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and it's, it was a big melee broke out, and uh, he, he had to, uh, Uriah Hall was outside pacing around, going crazy. And uh, <laughs> then Mayhem tweeted like something, and uh, to sort of that's what went down. And, well, uh, Uriah the, Hall isn't the type of dude you want looking for you. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely and outside not. pacing around waiting for you to come outside. That, that like, I'm not, not coming out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, so go home. So yeah, so but people were actually um, impressed that Uriah Hall found his his anger again. Actually, I guess I guess, <laughs> right. I guess that's what it takes. But uh, yeah, I mean, Mayhem, look, Mayhem is an old friend of mine. Um, 
And but I mean, he just got. Well, I don't know what's going on there. It's it's sort of uh, restraining order. Yeah, women. I mean, Asian women. I think that's no. But uh, it's just sort of. And <laughs> you know about them. Yeah, I do know about those. They they can get to you. But I mean, come on, dude. This is sort of. So so that went down. Um, Eddie Alvarez. I I called. I texted. He 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 picked up the phone. Um, and he said he was gonna come on, but I guess he's busy. He's he's sort of he's fighting. Yeah, because he's on the he's the main card. Uh, yeah, he's fighting Chandler right? now. It's now it's free, which is funny because the Bellator wouldn't free Eddie Alvarez, but now the <laughs> um, now the fight's on for free uh, this Saturday night. It's actually a good call. Check Congo's on the card. Yeah, uh, bunch of guy Pat Healy's on the card. King Mo. King Mo Luol. I think Mo's going to beat Emmanuel Newton this uh, Manuel Newton this time. Um, I think uh, he's he's not going to get caught with that spinning back fist. He's laughing about Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going to beat Webster. He's, he's, he's fighting Webster. He's got uh, Mr. Papadopoulos in his corner, though. So. Yes, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good fight. So yeah, and then you, the World Series of Fighting was on last week. It, yeah, was, it was a crazy. There was a lot of fights going on last week. There was the, the Hopkins fight, the World Series of Fighting, which, uh, by the way, people on today's podcast, which I have not yes. announced, which is on Fox Sports, we have Gray Maynard. We have another That Story's Baroni, where Phil Baroni's <laughs> going to call in and tell us another crazy story. Uh, we, Steve Carl. Steve Carl. Who the, just became the uh, the champ over there. The first champ ever in the World Series of Fighting. And Michael Chiesa is calling in. Oh, Mike. Yeah, Mike's my boy. Yeah, Jesus is calling us up. Uh, Jesus. He's got a big fight against Colton Smith coming up on uh, UFC Fight Night next week. UFC Fight Night 31. Colton Smith's like an army sniper, right? Yeah. Yeah. Colton nice. Col- Smith, he's a nice guy. He came to my show. And, oh, nice. Uh, super nice guy. And yeah, he his, seems like really his cool mom dude. follows me on Twitter. And every time someone makes fun of his mom, fixing him, his mom chimes in. Right. His mom says, oh, you're a keyboard warrior. I think. And then I was like, Colton, you're, now you're, you're like your mom's a fan. It's kind of it's kind of weird having Colton Smith's mom right. defend Colton on Twitter. Hilarious. But uh, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna we got a lot of phone calls. We have a, uh, a great show coming up, and we got to talk about the Ultimate Fighter, which you have not seen, but I have seen. I've seen it. You, you you're caught up. I don't know if I'm caught up, but I I'm trying to think of the last. You seen one this I saw. season or, yeah, or, yeah. or okay? The, okay. No, I saw the one where, where uh, Diego says it. And I was like, <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I've been watching this season. Yes, it's kind of hard to watch. Really? Why? Because eh, uh, of Ronda and Edmund. Yeah, and yeah. I like it. I think it's. Uh, I mean, it's entertaining, but at the same time, it's like there's a lot of whining. There's a lot of whining. Yes. Well. Well, this week it's even. Uh, this week's crazy because Cody Bollinger, who's a nice guy, came to my show, brought his that, hot wife. That's the dude with the uh, with the uh, the Appalachian mustache. Yes, he has a weird <laughs> pedophile, right. catch a predator, waiting <laughs> cookie, for Chris cookie Hansen. duster. Yes, yeah, cookie duster. Yes. <laughs> so this week, uh, Cody Bollinger doesn't make weight. By how much? You know, it's crazy. He he. He talks about but, you know but you he, gotta he be talked mad. about it though right no he was he was about fifteen pounds over Jesus to get to one thirty five and but he normally fights at one forty four that's uh, one forty five that was what his uh his listen at one forty four on Sherdog but he actually he, he fought over in Bellator at one forty five but he and he 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 goes in the sauna he's about ten he actually he, he gains mentally, weight he, he in the sauna. Thinks that- <laughs> He's, he sucks I, up all the all the heat. I swear, the, I've never seen a guy, which I think is impossible. Even Anthony Johnson can't gain weight in the sauna. I mean, he actually gained. So he goes in there and he starts crying, which is like, I'm like, oh. did he lose any weight from crying? Uh, he gained weight by crying. No, no, no. He, <laughs> 
Yeah, he, he goes in there. He can't make weight. He, he, he's frustrated. So he just kind of – and look, I wrestled in college for half a semester, but I, I, I didn't very – weight cutting sucks. I, I used to lose 15 pounds a week. It's brutal. Actually, my year in college, two kids died from, doing, from jump roping with rubber suits on in the sauna, and they canceled the whole – they, they, they made it so that you had to like get a body fat percentage and then you had you couldn't lose more than seven percent or whatever it was it waiting weight cutting is the and, I, and especially probably in the ultimate fighter house where you have chefs and you have you have cooks and the longer you're on it wasn't like he fought the first week you know at the same time dude this is your big opportunity you're right. on television this is it I mean, contact what? Mike Dolce for crying out loud. Yeah, so, or Kenny Florian, or <laughs> contact Jessica Simpson, whoever you got to contact to lose it. So he doesn't make weight. He 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 gives up when there's five pounds left. He just says, you know what? Then he starts drinking milk and this. Then he gets into a bath, and Raquel comes in there, which kind of sucks because she's a lesbian. So you kind of wish there'd be a hotter chick to give you a bath. Right. But so he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't make the weight. Uh, and then they and then it, it goes to Anthony. Then decides. Uh, he could have a forfeit or fight Chris Beal, and he goes, I'll take the forfeit, which, uh, you know, uh, sort of boo, but at the right. same time, it's like, dude, you he, know. He could risk. He seemed like he wasn't really going to win that. He even said, he's like, you know, I don't want to fight Cody. Cody's really good. He's the best guy in the house, and I know he's going to take me down. So it's sort of like he was kind of had that attitude <sighs> anyway of like, I might lose. So he, Did he Diego, Would Diego Sanchez ever have said anything like that? No. Not Diego, a chance. Not a chance. So he goes on, and then the next fight is Sarah Morris, who actually, what's the name called in the show? Uh, Holdsworth called her Sarah Morass. He goes, don't call her Morass for nothing. She does have a have a nice badonkadonk, and right. she's got a Canadian. <laughs> she's got a Canadian flag on her back, which I'd love to make it wave, by the way. But that would be. But so so Sarah Morris then fights Peggy Morgan, who who looks like who who's actually a pretty girl. She's like a redhead. She's a a single mom. I I love those redheads because there's just Peggy I mean, Morgan the sex organ. Peggy Morgan the sex. I would eat the freckles off that firebox. Okay, so so, but, so eat the freckles off. Fire in the hole. Fire in the hole. So 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 Peggy Morgan fights uh, Peggy Morgan. No, Peggy Morgan fights Sarah Morris, and basically Peggy's like, I'm not worried about her jujitsu, but that that's her one thing, and and then Sarah just takes her down and submits her. It, it, it kind of you know. That was sort of uh, Sarah looked pretty good. She looked a little awkward on the feet, you know. She kind of has a weird style, but she's got good jits. She she put her in the armbar, and that was the end of that. So uh, that's Rammer. that was the recap of that. We're gonna call Gray Maynard right now. Let's call the bully Gray, Gray Maynard. Hello. Hey, is this Gray Maynard? Yeah. How's yeah. it going? This is Adam Hunter and T Rex. What's and going on? Rebel up. How's it going, man? How's the, how's the, how's the training? Got a big fight coming up against Nate Diaz. Yeah, training's good. I'm actually off the uh, training here in a little bit, and um, just got done with one. So nice. Getting it in. Now he said yeah. he was going to miss the fight for a high school graduation. Was that was that? Did you really take that seriously, or? I mean, I didn't even think he graduated. Oh, <laughs> a high school reunion, right? He said it was a high school reunion, right? That's what he said? I didn't know, I didn't know uh, they did those for the GEDs or something. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they do either, man. So so you so, – nah. now, I, I met you, Gray, with – I took it uh, serious a little bit. I didn't. And then uh, 
they called us and they told us that it's that it's on still or whatever. That's cool. Now yeah, this is this I, this I is know. this is the third time that you're fighting him. Is it is it weird? I mean, uh, yeah. Are you, are you are you plan on keeping it standing? Are you gonna you gonna wrestle him? You gonna what's your? That's my game plan. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> nice, a good game plan. We no, just give it to you over the phone. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> actually, want actually, me to email it too. Yes, email. Just it post it on Twitter. Copy me. <laughs> Copy me. <laughs> Please. No, I actually met you All with the coaches. I, I actually, <laughs> I actually met you with with uh, Joey Varner a couple years ago. Remember? Yeah. 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 I Joey. I never forget an ugly face. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> He's getting it right back to you. This guy's prepared. Maynard, Maynard is prepared, man. Now, uh, now, 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 Greg. Going on the offensive. Yes, of, co- of course, of course. Now, now, you moved from Vegas to San Jose. Uh, what was that? Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz. What's that like so far? Yeah. Is that, is that, is that a crazy? Uh, I mean, it's awesome. You know, I had a kid, so um, I wanted her to grow up in a little bit more like a smaller town you know a little bit more chilled out a lot of outdoor stuff to do yeah, vegas, uh, vegas is not the place to move to live with a kid yeah I, I mean i grew up there so uh i saw a lot of a lot of stuff before i needed to see it right. but it's a great place good people it's just um you know i wanted a little bit do, do you uh do you surf at all <laughs> um i try to surf but not that good at it. Yeah. Uh, do you ever run into Luke Rockhold out there? Huh? Do you ever run into Luke Rockhold out there in Santa Cruz? That's where he's from. His brother Matt has a uh, has a surf shop there. Yeah, those are my buddies. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So Luke you're lived with for a little bit. I'm like I'm over there now because I bought a house and I have to do all kinds of stuff to it. So nice. So do you I'm miss little... the guys over at uh, Extreme Couture, the Heron and Campman and those guys? Yeah, of course. Neil Melanson. Who's who's Neil huh? Melanson? Neil Melanson is a wrestling coach. Oh, Neil Melanson. Yeah. Yeah, Neil. Nice. Cut off his own toe. To... Really? He cut off his toe. Didn't he cut off his toe? Yeah, he had to cut off his toe. It was either he could like sit out and let his toe heal, or he could cut it off so he could continue wrestling. And he was like, cut it off. Wow. <laughs> So so Gray man, so I gotta say, so you're coming off your first, lo- uh, you're coming off a, a tough loss to to uh, T.J. Grant. Um, now what was what was uh, what, what 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 have you learned from that? I mean, what what you know how what what happens after a, a, a tough loss like that? Well, you know, I had a really good camp, um, you know, and I think I was off for about a year, and then. Um, course i had a baby i moved just a lot of stuff going on camp was great i think i went in there to um to kind of get it back like slowly ease into it and uh you know he came in to win and that's what happened you know um, yeah, I mean, you 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 had him hurt in the first. It was like, yeah. you, were you surprised that he was able to kind of take those shots? No, not really. I knew he was a tough kid, and that's why I wanted to to just kind of ease into it. Which is, can I cuss on this show? Yeah, sure. Why not? This is horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't do that. You know, it's a fight. You got to be prepared. You got. So I was just like, all right. 
you know, I heard him a couple times, and I was like, all right, just ease up, Gray. You know, play the tip game for a little bit, and then uh, then go for the kill, just like you would with a girl. Right, you know? right, right, right. And by the way, uh, you're so is it is it hard being like? Because I know that you're kind of a you're kind of a big deal, Maynard. I mean, you're you're you know you're. you're you you are a UFC champion. You were, a, I think, a four-time state champion in high school, right? Two-time state champion. But I, I like everything you're saying. I wasn't a UFC champion, but <laughs> you said it was. <laughs> Four times a state champ. Let's yeah. just keep this going. I'm just making shit up. All right, so, uh... I love your stats. No I problem. I love your stats. So, okay. So, okay, you were... <laughs> You, you were voted uh, biggest penis in high school, so um. Done. Now that yeah. now that is true. He will tell you that, that, that is true. Now that that now that, that, that the is true. The funny thing about it is, you know, this is a guy. <laughs> the same thing. Like, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say something about my penis next. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a four-time state champion, four-time national yeah. champion. Uh, no. Yeah. So. No, no, you, no, but you were a very decorated wrestler. I mean, you're, weren't you like 100 yeah. and f- 104 and then 15 in high school or something? Yeah, something like that. I had more. Yeah, I had more wins, but nobody <laughs> out. Who's keeping out? You know. And and a two time All American. Now, did you did Three a part- time All American? Come on, <laughs> just stop. Just stop throwing on. stats out, man. Just- so. <laughs> Just did start it, asking about the tail. Did a part of you like think like I can't be because you were such a good wrestler? A part of you think like I can't be stopped? No, I just think um, that's my attitude and whatever I try at. You know, if I'm not trying, like if it's like oh, play checkers, you know, I don't care if I lose. But if I'm trying at it, then yeah, I want to be the best. And I still do. Right. Right. I still think I am the best. I'm gonna get there. I think you will be too, man. You, uh, how, how, what's it like training with Josh Thompson? Josh Thompson's a beast, man. It's it's good. He knows a lot about the game. You know, he's been doing it for a long time. So, uh, you know, I think he's gonna get the belt. You you really think you think he's gonna beat Pettis? Yeah, of course. It's my teammate, and you know, I'm gonna try to help him beat him. Uh, we got. We got me, Khabib, Josh, and, uh, you know, I think that's a good team there. Khabib is a beast, by the way. Are you training yeah. out of AKA now? Yeah. Oh, yep. Okay. Yeah, he comes out for camps. Yeah, Khabib is like, I think someone just called out Khabib, and I'm like, you're out of your mind. I think Gilbert said he wants to fight Khabib. Yeah. That's actually a good fight. Wow. Yeah, that would, yeah, that would be a good fight. So, uh, now, was it hard, though, uh, turning down all the tail that was thrown your way? Who said I turned it down? <laughs> well, aren't, aren't you married? I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I, it doesn't really get thrown that much, like, our way. You know, I think, I think they're going after that. The NBA players and the NFL players, right, right, that right. are driving the Ferraris. Yes. So, what do you think about who? Who do you think wins the? Uh, <laughs> My Volkswagen. Who, who do you think? <laughs> your Volkswagen. Who do you think wins the uh, GSP Hendricks fight? By the way. Uh, you, you know what? It's one of those generic answers. Whoever's game plans applied. Um, Johnny, of course, he's got a good chance. He's awkward. Throws a big left. Uh, GSP, 
calculated, going to know what Johnny – Johnny hasn't changed it up a lot, but what he does, he does good. So, you know, GSP is going to watch the tape and come with a, a plan, but, you know. But you – The plan until you get hit in the face. Yeah, but but you you've you've trained with GSP, right? I mean with uh with Hendrix, right? Yeah, yeah. For a long time. Right. So I mean, being that you train with him, do you think Hendrix has got like uh I mean, if you had to put money down and you'd say, "All right, I'm going to bet on GSP or Hendrix, who would you put money on?" It depends on the odds. <laughs> Even odds. Just a, a, a straight Even up odds? A, a straight up bet. I would always do uh Johnny because I know him, like him. You know, DSP is just the, the type of guy, he's a tough guy to beat. You know, he's just a hard guy to beat, you know. But Johnny, if if there's one person that can that can actually do it, it's him. Yeah, I think, I think he's got some, He's and plus he's, like, not intimidated at all. You know, he's just yeah. one of those guys that just has this, like, you know. It's just hard to it's just hard to to tell yeah whoever like oh yeah he'll be he'll be no biggie right and then you train with Aldo right I think you can't beat him I think he'll do good I think but it's not like oh yeah it's not a problem <laughs> <laughs> and then you train with Aldo yeah train well, with Aldo what was that like in in like Brazil come on you can't tell me those chicks weren't beautiful in Brazil oh yeah great. Love him. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Aldo? Uh, Jose Aldo. I, did, I thought you went. Yeah. To, who's Aldo? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was down there for training. Yeah. Uh, How long were you down there for? I was down there for like a month, and then I flew back down for a couple weeks, and then I flew back down for like a couple days. Now, where do you stay when you're down there? Um. The coach, yeah, he has like an apartment that the guys stay at and, and stuff. Now, are you like famous in Brazil? Do you get recognized in the street? A little bit, you know, here and there. Nice. Yeah. Now, what do you think? So, so Nate Diaz, are you are you worried about? Are you going to get caught up this time? Are you worried about him giving you the middle finger again during your fight? And yeah, I'm I'm stressed about that one. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm saying, how do you not get involved in those psychological warfare? Or you do, and then you put the middle finger back up, whatever. <laughs> Either way. As long as you're putting your uh, <laughs> index finger up at the end of the fight. Yeah, that's exactly it. Nice. Yeah, it's my index finger up at the end of the fight. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was awesome. How you doing? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I like Maynard, man. Maynard's a good dude. Yep. You're a good guy, man. How come it took you long to follow me on Twitter? I've been following you for like for like a year now. Hey, the guy's busy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, well, I'm on it now. Yes, you you are on it now. Yeah, pretty much everybody <laughs> just is like, hey, follow me. Hey, follow me. We haven't done that. So you actually have a... Uh, um, a little bit of pride, right? So, how's everything going with you, with, with uh, your your uh, dad? My dad? Yeah, he's doing good. Is it? Is yeah, it... just um, 
we took a trip to Arizona last weekend. So I got to hang out with him, a little QT, quality time, you know. Nice. His dad was a uh, two-time state champion. He was. <laughs> Four-time. No, he really was, right? Wasn't, your dad, wasn't your dad a two-time yeah, state yeah. champion? Two-time Ohio state champion. Now, now, now did that pull and up? His uh, college team got got in the hollow last week, so whatever. Where did he go to school? He went to Phoenix College. On- online? Junior college, yeah, it was a junior. Back then, uh, junior college, he wasn't, he wasn't uh, kind of on top of his nice. booked grades, so he had to go to junior college. 13th grade. So, all right, enough with the stupid jokes. Okay, so, <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so you fight Nate Diaz at 155, right? So, and then, yeah. uh, and then. Are you calling out the champion after that? Or, I mean, what 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 happens with uh, what what happens if if Thompson uh, beats Pettis? Yeah. Would well, you... I mean, I'll probably still have to go through uh, because you got Gilbert, you got Khabib, you got TJ Grant. Don't know when he'll be back. You got Pettis. You got Benson. No, but would Me. you? But would would you, would you fight him? Uh, would you fight your own teammate or no? Yeah, I mean we we. We kind of told, we kind of talked as a team and stuff. And I mean, it's like if it's for the belt, and that's all our goals, and that's all our our uh, you know goal, and that's how you make your cash. And and I mean, if it has to happen, the belt, then I mean, we got to do it. But right. but if not, we'll try to we'll try not to. Now, what do you think about Josh's stance on a, on a gay marriage? <laughs> Josh, Josh is is kind of outspoken a little bit. I'm all for it, you know. I'm, I'm I think everybody. Nice. Yeah, it's just less dudes hitting on me. Choose and, <laughs> and uh, you know, I mean, I didn't do that. What's it called? The no hate. <laughs> right, right, right. But, but now uh, you and now you and Rashad were they never called me for it. <laughs> <laughs> now you and Rashad were were uh, roommates in college. Do you guys still talk yeah. or? Yeah, we still talk. Well, nice. nice. You know, I want to see, speaking of uh, Josh Thompson, not to go back on that, but I want to see another a, a rematch between him and Gilbert Melendez. That was an awesome fight. For, for the football. Yeah, that was, that was uh, you know, three great ones. Out. Now, what do you think about guys like Conor McGregor who, who uh, come in when they have, they have two fights and they sort of become UFC stars? Do you feel like, like does, that, does that bother you kind of because you've been in it for so long and... I don't even know who you're talking about, to be honest. <laughs> Isn't that the guy who played, uh, he was in train spotting? You don't know who Conor McGregor is? No. Um. <laughs> just smile, he's laughing. Nice. Okay. Who, who's, I'm, I'm dead serious, bro. Who, who's Conor McGregor? Uh, he's a guy from Ireland. He's a 145-pounder. He, he's, uh, he's, you know, a guy who's gotten a lot of accolades and sort of, uh, Cole Miller just called him out last week. Okay. Well, here's the thing about it, dude. Whenever you're from, when you're the only guy out of a country, you're usually kind of a big deal. Right. From America, there's about 10,000 of us that fight that. <laughs> That's true. Are you watching The Ultimate Fighter at all this season? Which one? Uh, Ronda and uh, Misha. I mean, how many Ultimate Fighters oh, are there? Man, um, I miss a couple of them, I- the last one I watched was um, 
my 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 show. <laughs> you're you're a couple uh, you're a couple episodes behind. Who would you rather sleep with, Rhonda or Misha? Who would I rather sleep with? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, you're gonna get me fired, probably. <laughs> get my pink slip tomorrow. Yeah, I'll give you shit or. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna get you fired. Fucking get fired tomorrow. Come on, you won't get fired. Uh, I'm gonna steer clear of that question. Good. That's a good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. So, what do you think about the whole Tito Rampage fight that got canceled? I mean, it is what it is. You know, um, they have injuries. They happen. They're a couple. You know, they got big names, and uh, a lot of people know them. So yeah, I think people are gonna tune in, but but. You know, it happens. Uh, well, Gray, this has been the most awkward interview I've had. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> awkward is good. Awkward is good. I'm a I'm a Gray Maynard fan. I hope uh, I hope to see you. If as I was a, there. I'd, I'd 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 probably be kind of talking in your ear too. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'd much rather have you here. But uh, uh, you're you are a great dude, man. I'm a uh, I'm a big fan, Maynard. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of you. Uh, thanks, brother. I appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Well, get back to training and have a uh, great Next day, brother. Next time we hang out, we'll hug it out. Uh, absolutely, hug it out. man. Absolutely. Uh, no I'm hate. Your, I'm your fan, bro. Wait, hey, oh, 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 by the way, uh, Gray, huh. so uh, yeah. so Cormier versus John Jones, who do you think is going to win? Daniel. If, if they fight. Yeah! Daniel's Sorry, all the way. Like Why is that? Because he's awesome. <laughs> he's awesome, man. He's a teammate. <laughs> but do you think he can get past? That was awesome this round. But do, huh? you th- do you think his reach might be a problem? Whose reach? Cormier's. I mean, the fact that John Jones's reach is so much. Dan's is yeah, John inside. Jones always has that. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's tough to beat that, but uh, but he will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna beat it. All right, cool. All right, thanks, Gray. Well, have a great day, brother. Yeah. All right, guys. Later, buddy. All right, that was that was something. Uh, <laughs> that was I like that guy. I don't know why I said he was a champion. For some reason, I I, I had a, a brain fart. I, I thought like I always think that him and Edgar was for the championship, even though right. even it though it seems like I mean the trilogy usually is for like a, yeah 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 that was. I don't know why. I, I apologize. I know people on the the, the, the threads. You, yeah, they're going, you don't know anything, man. You're terrible. Uh, you said he was a champion. Okay, 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 fine. Say that if you want. I I, I made a mistake. Okay, I, I I I I will admit I made a mistake for some odd reason. I thought this. I thought he he. Be, oh, I don't know what I was. I thought, I thought Maynard <laughs> was a champion for some for some odd. I had a brain fart. I apologize to the to the hardcore fans. Please still listen to my show. Okay, so, uh, Kiesa, let's call him up. Hello? Hey, Michael Kiesa. What's going on? Hey, this is Adam Hunter and T-Rex. You're what up? The podcast. How's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going good. Thanks for uh, keeping me waiting. I understand that when you're the <laughs> pound for pound, when you're the, when you're the pound for pound, Baddest keyboard warrior on the planet. I guess you're gonna have that luxury. Oh of, uh, my god! Wow! People it's... wait. Letting people wait for the opportunity. This is just like the Adam Hunter roasting. This right. is everyone's just roasting me today, man. I'm, I I apologize. It when was, the prey becomes the when the yeah, predator yes. becomes the prey. So how's everything going, man? 
everything's good, man. Just, you know, about eight days away from my fight. So just tying off some, tying off my training camp and just getting ready to go out there and scrap. Now, have you taken birth control for Colton Smith? Because he's, he's going to try to hump you. <laughs> Lay you down and hump yeah, you. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I hope he does, tries to do more than dry hump me for 15 minutes. I mean, we are fighting in front of the, you know, I want to put on a show for these guys. And, you know, I, I expect him to, to want to do the same. But, you know, if he wants to dry hump me, that's fine. I took my BC. I actually got on the, the Nuva ring. So, you know, I don't got to worry about timing my pill. Nice. That's good. Now, I mean, he you're fighting for the it's it's a fight for the troops. You're fighting an actual troop. Is is there some kind of is there more pressure on that? You know, there's not I wouldn't necessarily say there's pressure. I know there'll be like a little bit of hostility just because, you know, they're going to be rooting for their boy and I understand that. Um, but you know, I'm really excited for the opportunity to go out and, and do something that that I can give back. You know, these guys go out and fight for our freedoms and put their lives on the line for us. So, I mean, this is the least I could do is go out and put on a good show for him. And, you know, I expect Colton to, to come out and bring the fight as long as he doesn't try and lay on me three rounds. But, you know, I'm really excited for the opportunity. It's a, you know, these these events don't come around very often. You know, this is only their third one. So it's something that I definitely jumped on. Now the fight's in Kentucky. Have you thought about coming out in a, a Jesus robe and everyone might be thinking that you're Jesus? <laughs> no, but my uh, my buddy John Cooper, who's on the Ultimate Fighter with me, he's going to come out in overalls. So we can see kind of a little little Southern flavor. <laughs> nice. That's that's amazing. <laughs> now, now you now uh, now I've I've been a fan of yours for a while since the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, you, you obviously your, your your story was amazing. You, you, you won the Ultimate Fighter. Colton won the Ultimate Fighter. You guys are both coming off your first losses um, now. You were actually, you know, you you had Masvidal hurt in the in that first round. You 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 had him hurt. Uh, what do you think went wrong in that fight? Um, you know, the thing that went wrong was uh, I just usually I'm used to, you know, not only did I hurt him real bad, but I had him locked into a real tight submission, and uh, you know he got out, and once he got out, you know I just made the mistake of starting to think, and you know I'm not taking away anything away from Jorge. I mean. The guy should be ranked in the top 10. Uh, I knew what I was getting myself into. I asked for the fight. I wanted the challenge. You know, so I got what I asked for. And, uh, you know, I got beat by a guy that's a 10-year veteran. And not only is he a 10-year veteran, he's only 28 years old. <clears throat> so, you know, he's just breaking into his prime. You know, so, you know, he's a very tough opponent for anybody. I mean, if you go back and watch his fights, he's given a lot of guys, you yeah. know, really, really tough fights. So, you know, you just got to you just gotta learn from it. And, and Colton... Golden, that wasn't his first loss. That was his third. Um, he lost an amateur fight, and then he lost a fight in CFA, and then he lost his fight in UFC. Not that I researched or anything, but uh, <laughs> you know that it doesn't. You know the the one thing for Colton is you know he knows how to rebound from the loss, whereas you know I'm not really familiar with that territory. So you know it'll be an interesting <laughs> fight. Two tough champs. I think it was a you know it's a it's a match that made sense in my opinion. Yeah. No, it's gonna be a good, it's gonna be a great fight. Colton's actually uh, he's in a very he's a super nice guy. He he um he I, I met him before he came to my show. His mom follows me on Twitter. Uh, you're a super nice guy, a great guy. I mean, I don't even know. I'm 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 rooting for both of you. Hopefully, you guys knock each other I'm out. Going, I'm going for Chiesa. Yeah, I mean, but you're on the show now, so I'm rooting for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I, hey, 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 Mike, this is T Rex. I talked to you. Uh, I talked to you in Vegas at Uriah Faber's bir- uh, at his party after uh, 
And I don't know if you remember me, but I'm the guy that owns Trauma, and you are wearing a uh, Korean zombie shirt that I make. I still wear that shirt. Yeah. Love that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> now, the last time you came on the show, you were having a tough time getting laid in uh, Seattle. Uh, you were saying <laughs> that 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 the women that, that they, they they were kind of scared of you because of the beard. Has it gotten any 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 better for you or? Well, the tough thing about Seattle, you know, it's a, there's a lot of label whores over there. You know, everyone's into fashion, and, you know, there's a lot of homeless people over there, and I don't really necessarily dress so sharp, so I just kind of fit in with the majority of the homeless guys. So, <laughs> you know, Seattle's always a little bit of a struggle for me. <laughs> but uh, it Looks like Hacksaw you know, Jim Duggan let himself go. Yeah. yeah, you know, I just need to go somewhere with a little less class, and I think I'd have my heyday. <laughs> just, just go down to Portland, just a little bit lower. Now, do you not have sex before a fight? Are you one of those guys that has, like, a, a ritual? Like, I'm not getting laid. I know you don't get laid anyway, but I'm saying as far as, like... <laughs> it's, it's a ritual of the chicks. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, everybody's different. I kind of don't believe in it. That doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to try and go get laid every night or anything like that. But, you know, I, I think it's just kind of a myth. You know what I mean? Like... You know, I'm not going to try and get laid the night of my fight, but I'm definitely not going to, like, put some constraint. I'm not going to try and, you know, put my wiener in a holster for the next six weeks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's got a mind of its own. And, you know, sometimes sometimes it's an extra workout in itself. You know what I mean? Sometimes you get yourself shacked up with a fatty and you got to throw her around a little bit. I mean, maybe you get a little sweat on. There you, you go. Know, take a little, take a little pre-workout, maybe get a good pump, you know? <laughs> no nice. pun intended. Nice, nice. Now, have you, have you been watching uh, the, the team uh, Rousey versus Team Tate? Yeah, yeah I've been watching. Uh, I'm actually teammates with Juliana Pena, so yeah, I've been I've been watching wow. uh, yeah, pretty she, attentively. Nice. Now, Juliana's uh, now she's been on the show. A lot of her teammates don't like her. They say, or the girls on the show, the guys on the show, they say she's a big tease. She shows her ass cheeks a lot and doesn't actually put out to anybody. Any any any, any comments on that? You know, Julie's just a different duck. Um, you know, her and I don't see eye to eye on a lot of things. We nece- we don't necessarily get along that great, but we're teammates. I support her career. Um, she's just she's just a crazy character, man. She would even say it herself. She's just just a crazy girl. I mean, one moment she's in the best mood ever, and the next minute she's just screaming her head off. So that's like you know, any woman. Just, yeah, sounds like a girl. She, she's just a, yeah. She's well, she's a little more than just a girl. She's just, you know, well, she's also Latin, she's so she has that also that spicy she, fire. She says that she likes to get guys in body triangles during sex. Did she really say that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I had heard something about that. <laughs> you know, I know I know who she has her relations with, so I could I could put the fact to fiction. You know, we I, we could figure that one out for sure. Whether <laughs> that's all talk or if, uh, if that's really some kind of and Juliana's book of uh, what do you call it? Is it Kama Sutra? <laughs> <laughs> nice. So your game plan? I'm more. Of, I like mounted crucifix. Honestly, like if I got a stick in the room, I'm going crucifix. mounted crucifix. You don't get your arms. Little little D in the mouth. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard. You can put a girl on a mountain crucifix during sex, and then put your her D in the mouth. Hopefully, Colton won't be doing that to you during your. Oh my oh, god! By the way. Oh my god! That would not be ironic. <laughs> mountain crucifix tea bag. I, I love that move. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna try that tonight on this, this chick. I'm a mounted crucifix, and I'm, I'm and then I'll be thinking about you, and I'm gonna lose oh. my erection. Just so you know, thanks. I, I appreciate that. It's okay, dude. It's not, it's not gay to think of me when you're got a girl in a mounted crucifix with a ball in her mouth. <laughs> 
Not at all. Not at all. So, uh, how's how's Cody McKenzie doing, by the way? <laughs> oh, Cody's good. Huh? Nice. You know, segue, he uh, he was lost at sea for a summer. Went and did some fishing. Came home. Um, you know, I got him to drink a bottle of water yesterday, so that was a plus. Um, <laughs> you know, but he's Cody, man. He's he's getting ready. He's getting ready to train for. Uh, Getting ready to train for Sam. He's going to go down to the Diaz's camps. So you know what that entails. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Is you that know, a, lot, a lot of weed? Or... <laughs> I was going to ask you, why don't you... Seems like the, if you knew this guy on the level that I know him, he would be the easiest guy to roast in the entire world. But I could not spill his guts. Come on, t- tell me some. Get, get, what are you? T- what is that about? You're bigger tease than Juliana. I mean, come, give us some. <laughs> yeah, right, dude. I'm not showing you my butt cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where do I even start? I got to think of something good with him. I can't even. I don't even know. He's just a crazy fucker, man. You had when you were about to say here, something. Here, you hold yourself. Here's back. a good one. Here's a good one. So right before Cody left to go fishing, he. Um, me and my buddy Sam, you know, Sam to tell you, we went out, we were having some beers, and uh, we're outside this bar called the Lions Lair. It's like a smaller bar where we all kind of hang out, and we're we're walking in, and we hear, hey, 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 you know, some guy's yelling our name. We look over, Cody's wasted, getting a tattoo in a car, <laughs> getting a sailor's a tattoo of the Sailor Jerry's girl that's on the oh, bottle of Sailor's Jerry. There's like a different label. There's one with the chick. <laughs> Cody got the tattoo of the Sailor Jerry's girl on his forearm in a car outside a bar. And we're like, what the f*** are you doing? I'm getting the tap, bro. And we're like, what is he? So the Sailor Jerry's going, why the f*** are you getting that? So I can f- watch her shake, her shake her ass while I'm jerking off. I'm like, you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> that, you, it's a fact. He was lost at sea, probably whacking off, looking at his arm to the fucking sailor's Jerry girl that he got tattooed. He's in a car. <laughs> That's amazing, He's a wild man. That that, that is crazy. That is nuts, man. Well, Kiesa, good luck with your fight. I we'll want to have you on after your fight. You are uh, you're a great you're a great American, dude. And uh, I can't wait to I can't wait to watch your fight. Yeah, I appreciate it, Adam, and you keep doing your thing. You're the pound-for-pound champ, dude. Uh, Keyboard warrior at its finest. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Take care, brother. Later, Mikey. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Hello? Steve. Hey, what's going on? What's up, you spooby? Hey, Steve, congrats on the championship, man. We're sitting here drifting in the middle of the ocean waiting for you to call. (laughs) We're getting yelled at by every single guy. How's everything going, man? It's Adam Hunter, uh, obviously, with T-Rex. The champ, congratulations on your big win. Thanks, brother. It's going pretty good. We're out. uh, We chartered a boat for the day. We've been out uh, fishing and shark fishing. And uh, actually, I just left uh, everybody else besides... And the uh, captain here, we left them all on a deserted island so we could come out and find uh, some service to talk to you guys. Nice. Oh, thank you, man. I, I really. Right? They, they're real iffy. I'm like, no, no, for real. We'll come back. See you later. <laughs> so you. you uh... That's why I, I left the guy who paid for the boat off the island. Nice. Oh, well, there girls? you go. Are there any girls? Yeah, yeah. 
There's a couple of girls there. Nice. Nice. Obviously, obviously girlfriends of the guys are left there. <laughs> oh, man, that's always the rough. So you, you just you just submitted uh, Berkman. You were a, a pretty big underdog, man. Uh, tell us about how does that, how does that feel? You're the first World Series of Fighting champion in the history. You're you're now in the record books as the first WSOF champion. Yeah, it feels pretty good. But if you would have told me a couple of days ago that I was gonna Josh in the fourth round, I would have told you you're crazy. That there's no way I was gonna make it to the fourth round. But uh, you know, I figured it out and I got it done, and it uh, it feels pretty good. I mean, because you're a guy that, like, now you were in the Army, correct? Or you are in the Army? I was in the Army. I've been out for seven years. <laughs> now, where were you? Were you deployed anywhere? I was deployed to uh, South Korea, and then I, did, I volunteered for an advanced mission where I just went and I, I, uh, I staged second ID to get uh, ready to go to Iraq. Oh, thank you for doing that, by the way. I was in Korea, but now you've been fighting. Now, this is like, now, I mean, you're a guy, you've been around for a while. You, you were in Bellator. Uh, you got you got cut uh, after uh, a loss to Lima, which I thought was actually it was. Uh, you got caught after 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 one fight, which I, after one loss, which I, I mean, a couple. You know, well, I, I, I didn't get cut. Um, I went 13 months without fighting, and then I fought Lima, and uh, I lost that fight. And then I went another seven months, and I was gonna have a fight, and the fight got pulled, and uh, there's some other things going on, and I just said, hey, will you guys let me go? You know, I need to go out, find myself. I need to do my own thing. I need to get some fights. And they had no problem with it. They said, hey, we're still on good terms. You know, if you want to come back, you can come back. I said, cool. They let me go. I went out, did my thing, found myself. And now here I am, world champion. Do you remember Do you remember who uh, your clothing sponsor was for that Lima fight? Yeah, it was, uh, God, what's the name of it? <laughs> um, a combat? Yeah! <laughs> you yell yes. so much. You have First to talk to T Rex. Yes. For uh, Lima. Nice. <laughs> That's right. Now, I mean, it's, it's, it's funny. They, they let you go. How come they didn't let uh, Askren go or, or uh, Alvarez? They should have, you know. Well, there was, uh, there was a couple other factors going on. My management was internal, and uh, or it had been internal, and I, I let them go. So. Um, there's a there's a couple other factors going on, but we were all cool. And I said, hey, I think it'd be best for all of us if I just got away from you guys and uh, did my own thing. And they were cool with that. And uh, you know, I go back, I go to the, some of their fights when I got guys fighting on there, and they're cool with me. There's no hard feelings or nothing. Most of the guys in Bellator want me back, but I think I found a home on World Series of Fighting. I plan on staying here and reigning their champion for a while. Nice, nice. Who do you want to fight next? Fitch. John Fitch. John Fitch. Nice. That's I good. mean, that's that's ideal. That's the ideal fight for me. And uh, you know, it's still he's still John Fitch. You know, he was the number two welterweight in the world for six years, and uh, he's had a couple of hiccups. But I can tell you right now, if he didn't get caught with those two hard shots from Berkman, and I will testify right now, Berkman hits like a train. If he didn't get caught by those two shots right away and got stunned. You know that I would turn out a lot different. Yeah, no, it's uh, John Fitch is a, a legend. You know, it'd be a great name. Uh, I mean, obviously, he, right? He's a beast. A couple of years ago, I uh, John Fitch was as I was like, that's just a matchup I do not want. And now, uh, you know, I'm excited. I I, I hope I get that matchup. Now, did because you get? Because I I feel like John Fitch is the you know 
biggest name in there that, you know, doesn't have the titles. So that's who I want to fight. I yeah. want to fight the best. I want to, I want to get no scrub. Did you get, you're like, uh, uh, TL, well, I don't want yeah, no scrub. scrubs. Right. Yeah. TLC. TLC. <laughs> now, did, TLC. <laughs> did you, yeah. now, did you bang any chicks in Atlantic city after you won? Absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> you mean Miami? I was, uh, more than tired oh. afterwards. Uh, I had a lot of people who okay. went out for a little bit, but after like two drinks at the bar, it was like, yeah, let's go get some food. Wow. Wait, no, so wait. We, we rolled out and went and got some food. My buddy, who was all about partying, uh, he rolled back out to the bars and had himself a good time. That met up with us later at the hotel, but was yeah. That, was that Derek? After, after a fight, after losing all that adrenaline and, you know, all that energy, you're not really into a whole lot of partying, and not to mention, uh, I felt like I was like 95 after that fight. <laughs> wow. So you, you not only won the World Series of Fighting, but you won the World Series of No Pussy. <laughs> right? That's all right. There's a bunch of guys there with me that night that struck out. It's all good. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, well, well, champ, thanks for calling us. Uh, thanks for taking the time out of your, your, your trip to be on the podcast, dude. And uh, we'd love to have you back. Keep up the great work, man. It's, uh, it's, a really, nice, it's really nice to see that you uh, took the time off, you got your shit together, and now you're, now you're the champion, man. Congratulations. Yeah, unfortunately, I just did it wrong. I took time off before the fight. Next <laughs> fight, I'm gonna I'm gonna be a beast. You guys are gonna see somebody else different out there, and uh, I, I'm actually like super excited. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't really think the fight was gonna go down that way. I think I was gonna win in the fourth round. Uh, at that point, I was just kind of fighting. I was fighting to put on a show, and uh, when I won, I was like, "Holy shit! I just did that. I didn't think it was gonna happen." Uh, I'm super excited for the next fight because I'm going to come out 10 times better. I'm going to be a beast, and I'm going to show the world how good I really am. Hey, what happens if we see you fighting a bear? You better jump in and help out the bear. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for calling in, man. Take care, brother. All right. Thanks for calling. Later, Stevie. Later. Nice guy. Great super guy. nice guy. All right, Baroni is going to take us home. I, I, I'm, af I'm afraid to look at my phone right now because we're so late on calling him. I'm actually afraid to pick up my phone. <laughs> Why? I'm, I'm just afraid of Phil Baroni. I, 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 <laughs> the guys, the guy, I'm just, I'm sorry, Phil, that we're, we're late on the call, man. Uh, let's, let's call him up. New phone? Yeah, it's a new phone. I, I cracked my other one. I, I, I broke my computer. It cost me 800 bucks. I spilled water. What? I spilled water on my, on my Apple, on my Mac last podcast, and that was $800. I tried to go in there going, I don't know what happened. They go, you spilled water on it. Oh so yeah, dude. Oh, so it's just been a rough. It was like, and my cable shut off. It was like, it was. I had to. I had to do the text from last Friday at my dad's place because I had no cable, no internet, no phone. It was just. It's been. I've You're been like, like Amish. A, I've, I'm like Clay Guida. You know, I'm just. I'm just like a caveman this 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 week. But we're gonna call Baroni. Hopefully he's not angry. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going, Phil? Good. How are you? Good. Sorry, sorry, they're calling you late, man. Oh, it's cool, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So how's that? I'm, I'm here with Ty Rex. You know, this is this is the best ever. This, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> but by the way, I can't tell you how many people love this segment. By the way. <laughs> oh, cool, man. Great. I'm happy. Good. Good. You should be happy. How, how's Good, that? Man. How's how, are you? Are you in Vegas or are you in San Jose? Where are you at? Uh, uh, no, I'm back in Vegas. I, I just got I just got back from Miami. I was I was at Fitcher's fight. Fitcher's Fort in uh, the World, World Series, series. And, I, and I was down there supporting him. Oh, nice. Were you getting yeah. in trouble in uh, Miami? What'd you say? 
Were you uh, running shop in Miami? Yeah, yeah, I had some fun. <laughs> you didn't show him the abs? No, I got no abs right now, man. I don't have any abs. What? They'll come back. They'll come back. I got faith. Yeah, I got to get them. I'm a fat, out of shape, look like a retarded type guy right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Phil, you got a story for us? What's that? You got a story for us? Yeah, I got a story, bro. Let's hear it. Okay. With BJ Pan, Coach Ultimate Fighter, you know, and, and making this comeback, I figured why not tell the story of how we met. Sure. Is that a good story? One handed yeah. story? Absolutely. Okay. I, you know, I just won my first UFC fight, uh, UFC 30, you know, a long time ago. I, I was 24 years old, so I had to make BJ uh, 21. You know, so 21 years old fighting in the UFC was hard of, you know? Yeah. That, that, you know, to totally different era, but, you know, totally different era. BJ, you know, was a baby. Everyone back then, you know, I, w I was young. Everyone back then was in their 30s. You know, they were transitioning from their first athletic career, whether they were wrestlers or, you know, jiu-jitsu guys or kickboxers, you know. There was no there was no, there was was no, no uh, real MMA guys. All the guys just getting in the cage and fighting. BJ, in my opinion, was the, the first real deal MMA guy. Right. You know, he was the first real mixed martial artist. You know, unless your last name was Gracie, you, you weren't doing this at a young age. And, uh, you know, BJ was the first guy, you know, starting that young to be totally committed to MMA. Because I, I wasn't, you know, I was in the UFC, but I wasn't, you know, a real fighter. I, I was, but I was a fighter, but I wasn't a mixed martial artist. You know, today's era, you know, I, I just want to get that out there. Anyway, BJ, in my, my opinion, is the first guy 100 committed to MMA. Right. 100%. Uh, you know, yeah, he had the Shamrocks. And, and the Gracies, but you know, BJ was the first guy that, that uh, incorporated jujitsu and boxing and wrestling. And... Right, right, right. The first guy trained in mixed martial arts, not just whatever, you know, not, not just trying to bring one style to the cage. Right. You know, uh, but back then I was actually friends with like, you know, Guy Mesca. You know, I trained the sport with the guy on Long Island, he came out to Long Island. So, 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 so that made me cool with the Lions then, guys. And I knew they were going to be there. And this is when yeah, you were with Phil I, Nurse? What's that? This is when you were with Phil Nurse back then, or I, I was never with Phil Nurse. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know him. I was with, I was with Keith Trimble, the guy that, uh, some guy Keith Trimble at a Belmont Kickboxing Academy. Right. He, he's a good coach, though. He trains a lot of good guys right now. A anyway, the, the guy uh, was there cornering uh, Pete Williams. Well, the point is, back then, you know, coming from New York, there was no MMA gyms, man. There was no AKA, no Jacksons. There was no Alliance. There, there was no there was no real MMA gym. They had Militich. You know, it was hard to get good training, especially coming from some, from New York. And I remember, you know, I just see 30, and, and there was a, they had, like, the open workout room in the hotel. It was just a big open workout room, and everyone was going in with the camp. So I figured, man, I got to learn how to fight. You know, I'm, I'm going to do this. I love the UFC. So, so, so I, you know, I, I, I knew the stripper, man. I knew the stripper out in AC. So I, I shacked up with her, and I, and I was just... I'll bring my workout gear, and I would just hang out. I would just hang out in the, in the workout room. You know, I would just hang out in the hotel workout room, and I had my gloves, and I had my, you know, I had my shorts, and I had a couple of shirts when I would get sweaty. And I would just hang out there all day. You know, a completely different era. And guys would come in, and I, and I wouldn't really train with the guys that were fighting, but but I would, but I would, you know, I would train with their camp. You know, the the, the corner men. Right. You know, uh, so so I was just hanging out in an open workout room. You know, working out and, and uh, 
you know, I, I that 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 you know, I remember I trimmed like Linlin, Randleman, Bolander, Jeremy Horn, Coleman. You know, crazy man, just wow. just crazy, just completely, just completely different, dude. I, I was kind of starstruck, you know. Yeah. Like, you know, I knew all those guys, you know. I was like, damn, bro, I'm wrestling, you know, Mark Coleman. This is crazy. It was, it was just crazy. I'm, you know, Randleman just took me down, unbelievable. You know, I, I was watching that guy, you know, my, my whole life. You know, those guys I looked up to. But you held your own yeah, against those guys. What's that? But you held your own against them. I did it right, man. I, I, I definitely did. I definitely did it. I was going all out the whole time, the whole day. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I, I was talking, I was actually talking to Pat Miletich back then about going to Iowa and, and, and whatever. I ended up in Vegas. And, you know, that's a different story. But anyway, so, it's, uh, so you know, it's uh, it's over to you to see it. Randy Couture just beat, uh, beat Pedro Hitler. That's how long ago it was for the title. Wow, Jesus. You know, and AC's a fucking dump, bro. You ever been AC? Yeah, it's, it's the worst. <laughs> it's it, it, it's like dirty Vegas. It's like Vegas after a bomb hit or something. Especially back then, but it was no nice place. It was, it was a dump, and half the party, UFC after party, there's one after party, it's a UFC after party, and everyone's at a ghetto ass club. You know, everyone's there hanging out, drinking, and that's like the only time the fighters would get together. So it was like everybody went to the same place on out. It was, you know, totally different than that. Not everybody had their own after party, you know? Right. So, so, so we're at the after party, you know, and I'm drinking. And I'm, you know, me and Barry, Jerry Bolander, you know what that is? He was a tough fighter back in the day. Yeah. We're, we're drinking, and we somehow we just talk body checking each other. So we're like running around the bar, you know, and when no one's looking, just slamming into each other, like you know, just just really slamming into each other, like idiots, you know. So uh, I'm thinking in my head, man. Okay, I'm not, he just hit me, and I, I spill my trigger on that girl that I was with. So I'm thinking, man, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I'm gonna knock this dude over. I'm gonna slam into him so hard. I'm half drunk as it is. So, so I'm, I, I see him. I look away. I'm not letting him see me. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slam into this dude with all my might. You know, I'm gonna slam into this motherfucker and knock him on his ass. So I'm looking away and boom, I, I you know, it fall into him. Boom, I slam into him, but it's not fucking Bolander. Bolander moved out of the way. I don't know what happened, man. B.J. Penn, you know, it was fucking B.J. Penn. You know, I'm, I'm about 200 pounds solid back then, and BJ just fought goalie Joe Gilbert at 155. You know, so did he knock him over, dude? Did he go what? Did he go flying? No, no, <laughs> he fucking he moved back a little bit. You know, anyone else would, would I would have definitely knocked on the ass, especially if you weren't expecting it. But you know, you see BJ how hard he's to take down, what kind of balance he has. Yeah, I, somehow I didn't fucking knock the guy over. <laughs> you know. I, I didn't knock him over. So what did BJ do? So, so I realized it's not BJ, you know? And so immediately, he looked at me like crazy. So immediately, I just started apologizing, man. Sorry, bro. I thought you were fucking, you know, bullying. I, I didn't mean it. Sorry. You know, I thought you were someone else. I'm so sorry, you know. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. Yo, this snack, I buy a drink. He's like, no, nah, no. Nah. He walks away. And, you know? And you got to be right, but I have no idea who BJ was. You know, he, he just fought. You know, he was a prelim. That was his first UFC fight. I, I had no idea who he was. You know, I, I try my best to apologize. He walks away, and I think, I, th I think nothing of it. You know, me, me and Jerry stopped fucking around now because we're now hitting it to normal people. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So, 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 so we cut the shit out. So, so, uh, so I told him, you know, 
and man, dude, cut it out. You see that kid over there? I just knock him over. You know, I, I almost just knock him over. I just slammed to him. I thought it was you. He goes, man, that's BJ Penn. And I'm thinking, okay, so, you know, who, who's that? I, I don't remember if it was if it was Chuck Liddell or, uh, I, I don't know, but, uh, but, uh, you know, he comes over to me and tells me, man, man hey, bro, uh, that, that dude's cool, bro. Don't, 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 don't slam into him again. Yeah, it was Chuck Liddell. You know, I know it was Chuck Liddell because the girl knew him. So, obviously, the, the chick that I thought I, I was cool sporting there, Chuck, Chuck must have banged first. So, so, somehow, Chuck knew the stripper I was with. So, that was the first, you know. That's shocking. That was massive. That, that, that was, yeah, not, not shocking, you know. <laughs> now, back then, I was a little shocked. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, Chuck, Chuck had her first. So, I guess she's f***ing, uh, you know, leftovers. You know? <laughs> that night, Chuck knocked out random. Uh, it, it was crazy to see. So did okay. you, that, now did BJ ever well, pop, did you ever meet CB after that or did you guys ever? Hey, well, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. So, 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 oh yeah. So Chuck tells him, man, it's BJ Penn, dude. So, you know, don't, don't fucking. I guess he knew BJ, you know, even better than me. So they don't, don't fucking be banging into that guy. I'm like, man, dude, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. It was an accident. I was, I was around with somebody else. I, I didn't mean it, you know. So, I, you know, I forget about it. It's cool. Everything's cool. It's, so, 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 let's say about uh, thirty minutes later, man. Thirty minutes later, at the bar. Boom! Somebody slams into me, man. This dude just fucking slams into me. I, I knock my drinks down. I, I pull one on my shirt. I'm, I'm like, I had two drinks. So I was going to give one to that girl. I'm like, dude. And I think it's bullhead. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's fucking BJ Penn, bro. <laughs> it's BJ Penn. He waited 30 minutes and he fucking comes. You know, I all forgot about it. It's calm now. And he fucking slams right into me, dude. I mean, like, I remember grabbing onto the bar, you know? Yeah. I was a little drunk, but it, I would have saw my ass. And I'm like, oh, and he goes, oh, bro. He goes, he goes bro, sorry, man. I, I thought you was someone else. <laughs> that was exactly what I said to him. Exactly, exactly what I said to him. Oh, man. He said, you know, I, I thought you was somebody else. So then you guys were cool after that, or did you want well, to? It was a little, well, well, at first it was a little tense. You know what I mean? We're looking at you, and I'm, you know, I'm sizing him up, and, and, and I, sm- I smile. And then he smiles, you know. Then he smiles, and, and we shake hands, and we, and we had shots, and, and, and we were friends. So, so that's how I met BJ Penn. And, and that's how you know. And that's how I became friends. That's how I became, you know, BJ Penn's good, good buddy. We, oh, we've nice. been good friends ever since. That's awesome. That is so baroney. That is. That is <laughs> and then there wasn't there uh, like a, a, a quick story about. Wait, but, you, but, yeah, that's so baroney. But that's so BJ Penn though, dude. He has some little 155 pounds. I'm like 200 pounds. You know what I mean? And he obviously sees I know everybody, and I just slam into him. And, and you were, you know, and you were jacked back so then. much that 30 minutes later, he, he comes back and slams into me. You know what I mean? That's all. You know, you know, I had no idea who he was back then, you know, but now you hear the story that he's a street fighter and this and that, you know, it just figures, you know, it's just really, it's just really some opinion. You know, it was, it was a great way to meet him the first time. Now, wasn't there a story about when you knocked out Hendrix in the gym? Yeah. I mean, that's a gym, dude. I mean, that's gym. We can see that. I mean, I don't want to fucking talk about that. We can see that for another time. But yeah, I cracked. I knocked him out, dude. People told me, like, oh, this guy's some wrestler dude. He thinks he's great, blah, blah, blah. And uh, I tried to spar with him. And he started fucking bombing on me, dude. You know, he hits hard. You know, he didn't have to fight back then, but he hits hard. So I started throwing back. And I clipped him. And, 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 and I dropped him. No, he said he actually he, he actually came on the podcast and talked about it. He said that uh, he said that, that was the best thing that ever happened to him because he's never been knocked out before. And that he knew after that that he, was, he, that he, he could be knocked out. And that... It was a great. It was the best thing. That it actually taught him a lesson. 
Oh, wow. Well, then Thomas said, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but even back then, dude, he didn't even know how to fight at all. He didn't know he could be knocked out, but he didn't know how to control his punches, bro. And he's a lefty, and he's f***ing cracking me. And I was like, man, f*** this dude. This dude hits hard, dude. I'm not, you know, f*** him. So I blast him back, you know? Well, but I, I the, the way I, the way I heard the story was that that they didn't know that Randy forgot to tell you guys at Extreme Couture that Team Takedown was coming in that, that day, so you thought your gym was being invaded by a bunch of guys from Arizona, and then next oh yeah, that's what it was. You're right, that's what it was. Mike Pyle told me that, you know, and he's like that guy, that, that guy right there is a f you know, straighten him out. That's what happened. Yeah, Mike Pyle was like straighten him out. I got there a little bit late, and uh, you know, it was the first guy I went with, and he was throwing bombs on me. He was throwing real, you know, he didn't know what he was doing, you know, man, in his defense. He didn't know what he was doing, but I didn't know that, so, you know, I started throwing bombs back. Yeah, no, he, no, he said that you laid him out. He said he didn't know where he was till, till the, the uh, next day. His dad told him to quit fighting. He said no, and now he's fighting GSP in two weeks, so you probably did him, uh, yeah. you know. Uh, let me tell you one thing about him, how tough he is, though, bro, and, and they shouldn't have let him do it. I mean, he was out-out, bro, out-out snoring. You know, he got up, and then, you know, within... Within two or three rounds, he was back in there wanting to go with me again. And I was like, no, no, dude, you know, chill, you know. And, and I'm like, you know, you just got, you know, you just got hurt, you know, sit down. And he just started sparring everybody else after that. He, he kept sparring that whole day. So that's how tough that guy is. So, you know, whatever, I, I might have cracked him, but, you know, he, he was so tough that he got, he got f***ing up and he, he started sparring with, with everybody else on the team. And, 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 you know, within two rounds, he wanted to spar me again after they woke him up. He was right back there to spawn me again. Do you think That's he beats GSP? What a competitor he is. You think he's going to beat GSP? Man, anything's possible. I mean, he's a great, great wrestler. He hits real hard. He's a lefty. I mean, but GSP's real hard to beat, dude. I, I, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't, I can't go, you know, I can't bet against GSP. And then did you ever train with uh, Weidman? No, he's from New York. He actually trains on some of the gym I first started out with, the guy Keith I told you about, Keith Trumbull. You know, he he works out there sometimes a little bit. Right, because I remember you went to Hofstra with with uh, with Jay Heron. Yeah, he was. And then he went there. Yeah, me and Jay Heron. Right. I got I got Jay Heron into MMA. I needed to train the partner and stuff, and uh, I actually got him into it. You know, I sucked him into it. <laughs> he, he was done. He wasn't wrestling. He wasn't doing nothing. He was done, but I got him into it. Nice. Yeah, but we, we we were already left. We, we left New York. We were both living in Vegas by the time Wyman came out. Nice. Graduated college. Well, Phil, you're yeah, at... yeah. Man, I just want I just want to say real quick though, man. I, I think it's really you know I, I said these, the, the story is funny about Coleman. I just want to get out there, dude. You know, if it wasn't for Coleman, my my career would have been over. But that, that guy picked me up off, off off the mat after I got choked out in my last UFC fight. You know, got me together, got me a tune-up fight in Ohio, got me a uh, you know got 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 me in Pride. I mean, if it wasn't for that guy, I would, I would have, I would have no career. And I think it's awesome, awesome that that BJ Penn hired Coleman as his wrestling coach for this season's Ultimate Fighter. Wow. I think it's super good, and I think he's going to super, super help every fighter. He's going to be the best coach. Coleman, hands down, is going to be the best coach ever on Ultimate Fighter. And 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 how's you know how's Frank Yeager to take down Mark Coleman? I mean, how, how, it's not taking down Mark Coleman, but how's Frank Yeager going to take down you know? <laughs> A BJ Penn trained by Mark Coleman. You know, it's not going to happen, man. And I think BJ, you know, really made a smart move, and he could have got a better coach and, and someone better to help him win this fight. I, I really believe that. Absolutely. So I just want to get that out there, man, because I, I made those funny stories about him. And, you know, Coleman's my hero. If it wasn't for Coleman, you know, 
I wouldn't be on this podcast with you right now. Oh, absolutely, man. Well, we love having you, man. It's an honor to have the great Phil Baroni. Uh, we'll have you on in two weeks. Your, your, your stories are legendary. They're like the big hit of our show. And uh, Thanks, man. And thanks, Thank man. You. Have a great week. All right, man. Thanks. You too. Later, Phil. Take care. Take it easy, man. Take it easy, guys. Bye-bye. Well, that was Phil Baroni. Uh, he's 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 one of a kind, man. That guy is uh, he's he's a le- I, I can listen to that guy's story. I feel like it's like my uh, like like that uncle that, from Brooklyn right. that like sits in front of the pizzeria and then he, <laughs> the kids like, hey, tell us time that you fall. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's he's a I can't do coffee cake. Yeah, you kid. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a great dude. I this so you know what? If I had like a I think he should be an actor. Like if I had a movie, I'd put I'd I'd, I'd put him in. I'd put him in a movie. But that he's guy. a scary dude though. Oh yeah, he's, he's a, a scary guy. dude. I talked to him at Daniel Cormier's after party when he fought Josh Barnett, and yeah, he's a horrible dancer. By the way, I saw him <laughs> dancing, but I talked to him there, and he's just like he wasn't smiling the entire time, and I was trying to be silly with him, and he was just had this straight look on his face, like he thought I was trying to clown him. Oh yeah, then it kind of scared me the way he was looking at me. I was like, dude, I couldn't imagine this dude coming after me. He's not the kind of guy you want to. No. So I remember, remember the first time you came on this podcast. You talked about the time when Jones fought Cormier. Don't bring that up. That again. was the funniest. <laughs> that was the funniest thing. You told the story, and people that are new to our oh podcast, God, don't do it again. So man. I, I see T Rex, and I'm like, hey man, I need a, I need a co-host for my podcast. Come on. You come on. You tell me this this story about T Rex about, about about Cormier and John Jones almost squaring off. At, at, at the, what you told me that night. I mean, you right. told me the next day, every single MMA publication right, in the, and you're like, in the country picked up the story. Yeah. We have to get that press again. Do you have any other stories no. that you're hiding from us? Because that was no. the, that was the most popular of those podcasts. Yeah, people are lambasting me like I was making it up. They're, like they're, Yeah, but Cormier came on and basically confirmed that that, that, that really happened. Right. Um, yeah, but I just didn't like people saying, like, this guy, T-Rex, is just trying to get publicity for his clothing company. He's making it up. Oh, yeah. Cor- like, Cormier called out uh, Phil Davis. Yeah, which I, I mean... It's tough. That's a tough fight. Yeah. I mean, I, I think what Daniel wins that fight, right? Yeah. I mean, training with Cain Velasquez every day, you're going to... You're gonna. I think you could beat anybody except for Cain. I mean, especially <laughs> at, two, at 205, but Phil Davis is... is He's it's, no slouch. He's no slouch. He's only actually he's only lost one fight to Rashad Evans. That was sort of like the the one fight he 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 kind of choked, and uh, you know sort of uh, it's a good fight though. I mean, I think that fight uh, a lot of hugging so, involved in that so fight. So that fight happened before Gustafson. Well, Gustafson's fighting Little Nog. Okay. You know which uh, which I think Gustafson could win that fight. Yeah, me too. I like Little Nog, but I I, I think Gustafson's, Gustafson. I mean, he looked great against Jones. Uh, they're fighting probably in Sweden or somewhere there, and, and uh, I, I think Gustafsson wins that fight. But um, little Nog, I mean, I you know you can't count him out. You cannot count him out. The Nogueira brothers are tough. Nogueira brothers are tough. And then our uh, friend Tim Kennedy's fighting next week. Timmy, that was what that was one of the funniest interviews I've, I've ever I've ever had in my life. Tim Kennedy is probably he, he could be a comedian. That guy, like, yeah. he, he's. Legitimately hilarious. He's not. He's a super nice guy too. And then we haven't talked about Chael and Vanderlei coaching the Ultimate Fighter Brazil. Brazil, right? Oh God, I Chael mean, might not make it out of Brazil I, <laughs> if he's there that long. I said it's his uh, coaching is going to be this, trash the trash uh, about the Brazilians. So I actually wrote on Twitter his coaching staff will be the uh, SEAL Team Six. Right. They're gonna. <laughs> And then Tim Kennedy writes, well, then you know he'll get killed because Army Rangers rule. Like, oh. He's like Green Berets for life. So it was kind of funny. It was, right. But, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't know how much money you think they're paying Chael where he's willing to go to Brazil for a month. Wow. That's insane. I'm, I, I don't know. We, I, I don't know. I mean, he's not scared, though, I'm sure. No, I mean, the, but, but, but it's not even televised in the U.S. I mean, does that mean he's not fighting Rashad? Does Rashad, is his Rashad fight off? He's fighting Rashad, and no matter what happens... He's in a gang coach against Vera. Like, what if he gets blitzed out by Rashad in six seconds? <laughs> right. Like, that would be that even better for the ratings. Let's look at this American loser that's been talking about Brazil for the past X amount of years. It's going to be great. I think that Chael beats Vanderlei. I mean, uh, I don't think Chael's going to stand with him. I think Chael's just going to take him down, yeah. grind him out. He's not going to submit him, but I think he'll win. Grinding is it, it out. Uh, is it a five round fight or a three round fight? If, it, if it's five, uh, is, it, is it five? But, I mean, Vanderlei. I didn't think he was going to be Brian Stan. And I mean, he, he's a guy that you just can't seem to put away. Well, some people can, but I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if Chael can put him away. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. How old is he now? 53? Vanderlei? Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he, he's up there. He's getting yeah, up there. He's I mean, getting up there. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's starting in like Hendo territory where he's... But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it with the subtitles. It'll still be funny. <laughs> I don't care. I think it, it'll, it'll be a great... I mean... How can you? Why isn't that on the U.S. though? I mean, that should be the U.S. Ultimate Fighter. I mean, me being from the U.S., I'm being. I'm sure people in Brazil are saying the same thing. But why wouldn't that be on? Especially That's since Vanderlei lives in Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Chael's actually closer to Brazil than than Vanderlei is. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I mean that's going to be great. I but I think that's a better matchup than the than the BJ Edgar as coaches. Yeah. Because I mean, BJ's coming off what, two losses in a row. You could, I think he won, he lost John Fitch fights. So that's three losses basically. Jeez. Um, he lost to Roy McDonald. He lost to Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz. Yep. So, and Edgar is sort of on his way. He's still up there. I think Edgar. I mean, I with all due respect to Mark Holman and the wrestling staff, I think Edgar wins that fight, especially at 145. I don't know how BJ's going to get to 145. It's going to go the distance. I think Edgar. Might, I mean, if he's drained out, though, if BJ's sucked out, if he it's may, still he may hard stop to take him. him out, though. Yeah, he's he's got a he's got that big, huge head, you know, <laughs> which is hard like, to you know. He should have died three times against uh, Diaz, against Nick Diaz. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, holy, how is he still standing up there? But but Nick, but Nick, Nick shows Nick throws accurate. Well, yeah, and Nick was landing some huge shots. So, but it seems like Nick also throws a lot of punches that aren't. He doesn't. He commits, but he's, a lot of his punches are more accurate, and they just do a lot of damage. But they don't necessarily put you away. Right. I mean, he put some people away. He put he put Paul Daly away. That Stockton slap. But he has. But he he's a kind of a volume. Ac- yeah, exactly. He doesn't really. He doesn't throw like the Johnny Hendricks bombs. Jeez, where yeah. he's trying he just to tags you up a million times. And and people uh, they're listening. Going, oh, yeah, I like to see you get punched by Dick Diaz. No, I'm not saying that he doesn't throw hard punches. Right. People, okay. He obviously throws very very hard punches. I'm just saying it's a, he's is a he is a volume puncher. Right. He, he throws a lot of punches at you, uh, very fast. And they're not. They look like arm punches. They're actually not arm punches. They look like arm punches. But it's not like he's throwing. You know Tyrone Woodley, just you know haymakers. But um, so uh, Woodley's fighting Koscheck. That's a great fight coming up. That's a great fight. Let's go, Tyron. I actually wrote in the last text from last fight. I put Tyrone Woodley's mom in it, and then uh, (laughs) come on, baby. 
And then Tyron actually retweeted, go hilarious. He goes, don't mess with my, my, my mama or something. It was yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's always funny when I like, like literally, like t- that's the great thing about Twitter. Like during the uh, Diego Sanchez Gobert fight, I wrote Ben Askren thinks it's the most boring fight of all time. <laughs> and then Askren retweeted and wrote LOL. That is funny. Askren, by the way, has been calling out uh, John Jones. He's been talking, uh, calling him out, talking smack to John Jones on Twitter. Good. It's just a big. He's saying that Cormier is going to beat him, and then John Jones says, "Askren, you should have stuck with wrestling," which he does. I mean, but Askren won the Argon Championship. You don't know about this, but it's, it's a big. Re- he actually beat a really uh, a dominant college wrestler last week. They had a they had really? an actual they had legitimate wrestling in Vegas. And uh, Askren wrestled. Lance Palmer lost, but Lance Palmer, another great wrestler. But Askren won 22 to eight against a guy two weight classes up. Holy smokes! That's how, that's how good Askren is. But he's been so he's been calling out. John Jones was in Russia. I guess he's been, he went to visit Russia, and he goes, "Man, I feel like eating so much, but then I'll turn into Daniel Cormier or something." So, so then, and then I have to go up to a heavyweight and fight Daniel earlier. So then Askren wrote, uh, "Hey, I told you three years ago, Jones, that uh, that." Uh, that, that Cormier is going to beat you. Uh, I can't wait till you get humbled. Which right. remind me of the Iron Sheik, by the way, who <laughs> who says he wants to suplex everyone, bang him in the butt, and make him humble. But that's that's what he all. If you follow the Iron Sheik on Twitter, it is the greatest Twitter account in the history of the world. It's not really him. It's not really him. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? No, that's really the Iron Sheik. Do, no, it's it, it, it's real to me, all right? Our producer... Just like wrestling is real. Our producer has not talked, by the way, in six months. <laughs> I didn't even know if he could talk, but you mentioned the Iron Sheik in Twitter, and all of a sudden, he's piping up. His eyes, his eyes it's up. not really him. It is the Iron Sheik. What that? He can't read English. Oh, well, he wants what? to bang... Who is it then? It's somebody else pretending to be him. Wow. No, it, I don't care. It's, a, it's the Iron... He wants to bang people in the ass and make them humble. Well, that's true. He did say that. He can't read English? Yeah, he's, 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 he's a little bit. That's not true. Well, have you read his Twitter? They're not exactly the king's English, his tweets. I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, I would actually believe that, that he can't read English based on his Twitter account. I mean, come on. So, you know, I don't know. Rowdy Roddy Piper told me a story about him and, and Iron Sheik driving down in like North Carolina and getting pulled over. And Iron Sheik was driving, and they had something in the car that wasn't supposed to be in the car. And the only reason they got out of it is because the, one of the Deputies that pulled him over recognized Iron Sheik and had him sign autographs wow. to his kid. Did he put him in a suplex and make him humble and bang him in the butt <laughs> after that? So, no, no, but I'm just wondering how he was driving if he can't read. Like he can't, can't read stop signs. Or, right. Yeah, or, I don't or, know. Or read the test. Yeah, it's a good point. There, there you go. He could read. Uh, he's, he was driving. A lot of people that drive can't read, by the way, but, but still, <laughs> to, to back up your point. So, uh, yeah, so Askren and John Jones and Cormier and some weird triangle uh, feud going on um, but uh, I'm on team Cormier and, and team Askren because they came on the show I've been trying to get Askren on the show he hasn't gone back to me it's so funny by the way there are people that I've asked and I'm not going to name names but uh, should I name names people that won't come on that have sure why not okay. it's not like okay. they're okay. going to come on <laughs> yeah okay so I'm a Ronda Rousey fan okay I asked Marina Shafir recently to come on the show uh, she's Ronda's uh, coach, best friend. She's one of the coaches of my friend. She's like, I can't, I have to train. I mean, like, like, which I understand, you have to train. But, 
Weidman is has been on the show. Uh, Chael has been on the show. Cormier has been on the show. Edgar has been on the show. I mean, Hendricks has been on the show. We've had some pu- biggest names in sports. Cormier, did I say Cormier already? Yeah. Okay, F- uh, Phil Davis has been on the show. Uh, Cub Swanson. You could come on the show, uh, okay? Misha Tate, another one I've been trying to get on the show, and who says, oh, you talk about sex too much. G- g- Come on, Misha, if you're out there and listening, come on the show, okay? Rhonda, please come on the show. Other girls, have, I mean, we've had Julie Kedzie on the show. We've had Sarah McMahon. Uh, we, we've, we've had Jessamine Duke. We've had Michelle Old. We've had Juliana Pena. Uh, Jessica I. Jessica I. We've had a lot of girls on the show. They've all said they've had a good time. We've had ring girls on the show. Misha, I'm not going to ask about your sex life with Brian Caraway. I don't care, okay, about your sex life with Brian Caraway. Uh, if you come, if you get sing, if you break up with him, which you're not going to do, uh, then maybe I'll ask you about it. Okay, I'll be respectful. Please come on the show, Rhonda. If you're listening, I know. I mean, you have. She, I know she's filming Fast and the Furious Seven, and she just got done filming The Expendables. Uh, and I know you have. You know, you're on set in Bulgaria or something, but you can come on the show too. Call in, Marina. Come on the show, okay? You guys. Everyone in MMA should come on my show, okay? That's just and and if if you girls want to come on my face, no, no, no. So I'm, I'm, my just, God. I'm, I'm just I'm I'm joking. So, <laughs> but they should come on the show. Am I right? Absolutely. I mean, come on. Don't be scared. Well, what, As they what, say in the hood, don't be scared. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, the Iron Sheik get the Iron should Sheik. definitely be on our show. He was well, he, he doesn't was listen because he can't understand English. He, he was an AAU wrestler, <laughs> and uh, and and you know, and he could talk about banging people in the butt and making them humble uh, oh on gosh. our show. I I I love the Iron Sheik. I'm a fan. It's really him. I don't care what Sean says. So anyway, well, I want to thank everyone for coming on our show. Uh, thank you, thank you, Fox Sports. Uh, thank you, Steve Carl, my buddy Steve Carl. Thank you, Michael Chiesa. Thank you, Gray Maynard. Thank you, Phil Baroni. That's so Baroni. That's so Baroni. What was that, the nickname no, that called story's himself? Baroni. Oh, that story's Baroni. He's yeah. the best ever. No, he, but he like there was, the New York when the badass. Situation, when the situation came out, he said, "I'm not the situation. I'm the predicament." It wasn't that. It was something else like uh, that. Oh, did he call? I don't know. We got to find out. But uh, <laughs> he pulled up his shirt and he was like, "I'm not the situation. I'm the." <laughs> anything. It's always good to have like everything but the punchline. Right. Story. Exactly. <laughs> so, do you, anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm at the Improv with uh, Carlos Alas Rocky on Saturday, uh, November 2nd. Um, that should be a lot of fun. Nice. Uh, on Melrose, so yeah, come check that out. And where can people follow you? Yeah, uh, Twitter, Todd, at Todd Rex, T-O-D-D-R-E-X-X, or uh, at Trauma Combat, T-R-A-U-M-A. How's that doing, by the way? How's your company? It sucks right now. <laughs> it's very expensive to run that company. But you still company. have Cormier, right? No, he's with Cage Fighter now. You have Korean Zombie? Yeah, we still have Korean you Zombie. You still have the Korean Zombie. Yes. Is that your only guy right now? Pretty much the only guy that we uh, that we that is in our stable. Yes, he's the last man standing. He's the last man standing, and what a great guy to have. So fighters want to get a sponsor. Should they contact you? Sure, why not? But uh, yeah, they should at traumacombat.com or at traumacombat on Twitter. But yeah. and you will pay the fighters for wearing your stuff. Let's not get carried away. Okay, all right. So <laughs> follow me at MMA Roasted. Uh, you can see my schedule at adamhunter.com. Thank you for listening, and uh, take care.